from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Two of the nightcap. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Joined by Jared Smith from Pixwise here in just a moment. But quick glance around the scoreboard. Final media timeout in Norman. Oklahoma up eight over Texas Tech, 60 to 52. We've already got one nice money line hit going against a top 10 team today with my guy Sean King riding with SMU, the Ponies. The Ponies. Uh, right now we need Oklahoma to close this sucker out. That would be very nice uh, for your boy here. We talked about it last night. Uh, so Oklahoma, I liked them quite a bit in this spot. Just a quick glance, Sean, real quickly, and mm-hmm. we'll, bring, uh, we'll bring Jared in off of this. The NBA, just a brief check of where we stand right now with underdogs who at this moment in time since in the last four and a half days underdogs are one in 31 straight up and 229 and one against the spread Sacramento is leading right now late in the second quarter against Minnesota the Lakers lead the Trailblazers and the Jazz are up on the Warriors so uh, the Jazz Lakers and the Timberwolves were all your favorites. So with that, let's bring in Jared Smith. We'll get to the Super Bowl here in just a second. But, I mean, this run of favorites in the NBA, Jared, is absolutely mind-boggling. And we talked about it last night. It felt like it was uh, too – I felt like I was getting on the trend too late. So I didn't do anything tonight. And here they are again, winning and covering at a pretty easy rate. What do they say? You're due, right? That's the the due theory, all right. Um, There's really no explanation for that. You know, that's when you go through the course of an 82-game season times, you know, the 30 teams, you're going to have these nights and these stretches. Usually it's in the early parts or in the end parts of the season when the numbers do, especially in the early part of the season, when the numbers can be a little bit off. You don't see it a lot in the middle part of the season. Uh, but it's just one of those stretches. That's there, there, there's no logical explanation for it. It's just one of those things, and I wouldn't bet it blindly. Yeah, because you've already missed it. Usually, when you see the 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 tweet news, you know you've already missed it. You've already missed the wave. <laughs> see, here's what's crazy about though. We 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 had this conversation last night, Jared, and completed games. They're three and zero. I know. 
We still have That's three crazy. going, but they're three and zero. Oh, so right now you're at a push at worst. Yeah. But what happens when it flips, you know, like that's, you know, cause you bet it. And then if you catch it at the wrong time, then you get the, Oh, you know, the reverse sweep night. And then, you know, you're not going to continue to do it because you're going to be discouraged. So it's, it's kind of like when the stock market tanks, they tell you not to sell because if you sell and then it goes up and then you buy back in when it goes up, well, then you've missed, you know, you've already cut into half of your equity or however much of your equity that went back up. So it's best to to look at that and admire it. But I, I wouldn't act, you know, no, not actionable data on there. I, I wouldn't just blindly bet it. You know what this reminds me of mm. when the Cubs went on that losing streak. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to win the next game. And I went for like <laughs> eight more games. <laughs> Can't keep losing. At that point, you just got to keep fading them like the rest of the season. You know, you just have to. I think if you do that, I think if you do step in now and start just blindly backing favorites, you have to literally do it every night for the rest of the season or else you're not going to capture the true right. trend uh, of what it is. So and that's obviously not possible for for ninety nine point nine percent of people with their bankroll. So best to just tip your cap to it and try to find your spots. Talking to Jared Smith from PicksWise at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. And uh reason we're talking to him a couple days early, he's going to be hitting the airwaves. Nice. Airwaves. The air. Nice. And, and the airwaves, too. <laughs> the uh, uh, With PicksWise. He'll be headed out to L.A., so he'll be part of uh, all the fun festivities out there. So we appreciate you coming on uh, the night before traveling. Let's get to the game uh, out in Los Angeles. We'll start with the basics, and then we can dive into some props that are jumping out at you. I know we hit on them a little bit last week, but... Uh, never a refresher is never a bad thing. Never People bad change thing. their minds. So right now, where do you stand side and total anything at this moment in time in pocket for you side and total for Super Bowl 56. So split um, on the money line and the side. I actually think it's going to be a close game. Um, and I think the price because of what we're seeing and, you know, the odds makers are, are pretty much painting it all week long based on the distribution between what the spread is at four and a half and where the money line is at minus 200 there. But I, I saw some minus one eighties and uh, some minus one eighty fives earlier this week at the Westgate. And I, I jumped on one of the minus one eighties because a four point spread should be about minus one ninety. But again, the odds makers know they're going to get a ton of handle on the underdog on the money line. It's the Joe Burrow tax. We're used to it with Patrick Mahomes and quarterbacks like that. Now we're getting it with Joe Burrow. So I, I think the Rams at minus 180 is a is a fair buy. But I think Burrow and Joe Cool and you know all that. I think they're live in this game. Um, I, I just think the Rams. You know, if I play the game out a thousand times in my head. Um, I, I think the Rams, because of that defensive line and because of the pressure that they can put on Burrow, um, win it more often than not. So I, I, I certainly think the Rams win the game. I think it's a close game. I think the game stays under. Mm -hmm. I think the Bengals defense of the four units in this game, Rams, O, Rams, D, Bengals, O, Bengals, D. I don't think we're talking enough about the Bengals defense. I think that's the undervalued unit in this game. They had four sacks on Mahomes in the AC championship game. I think the secondary is a little feistier than we probably give him credit for. I'm fascinated to see how the matchups play out with Cooper cup in the slot, maybe going up against Mike Hilton. I think a on OBJ is a, is a, you know, an even matchup there, but on the other side, Van Jefferson going up against perhaps Eli Apple, who's very boomer bust. And with Van Jefferson uh, being kind of that deep threat, he actually leads the Rams in yards per reception this year. I think that's a plus matchup for LA on the outside Stafford burrow. <laughs> I don't know if I fully trust Matt Stafford. We'll see if he comes out hot and we'll see if Burrow can, you know, stay cool under pressure because he is going to be facing the heat in this game. 
Well, let's get to the MVP market because this has been a, a fun discussion, no doubt. And I, I, was, I was trying to think who I was listening to, so apologies for not the, the proper credit. Um, you know, Aaron Donald, at I think at 14-1 to 1 at some spots, um, you know, you really need to wreak havoc. And, and I, I know he's, you know, the best defensive player in the NFL, Jared, but I feel like those odds are a little bit too short uh, for Aaron Donald. I don't know if you're getting great value there. I think, you know, if you went for Von Miller or Leonard Floyd or, you know, even Jalen Ramsey, if he has a pick or something like that, I just feel like Aaron Donald, because we know him so well, he's going to get double teamed, and he's kind of the type of guy who doesn't mind taking on the double teams so the other teammates can can eat, you know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like Aaron Donald, in my opinion, is a little overvalued at, at where the market is right now. Yeah, at 14-1 to 1 for sure. I, I got him at 25-1. to 1. It seems Yeah, I think 25-1 to 1 is fair. Yeah, and and I think Miller at 50-1 to 1 early on, I think he's in the 40-1 to 1 range now. Um, he's already won the award. Uh, there's been two defensive players that have won the award in the last eight years. Malcolm Smith being the other one. We, we've, we've seen a receiver win the award, Julian Edelman. We've seen a few receivers. Actually, if you go back a little further than the last decade, Santonio Holmes, that amazing catch Heinz Ward won it. Um, and so did Deion Branch. So obviously the quarterbacks are going to be the majority of the equity in this market. But if you're a pony player, you like to bet the horse, uh, you like to bet the horses. Um, you don't really make any money when you bet the favorites. So right. in this market, if I think if, if this is the strategy I would take, if, if you think Stafford or Burrow are going to go over their props and, and you think one of those teams is going to win the game, say you're in my boat and you think the Rams are going to win, you think Stafford goes over his props, then he would just bet Stafford to win the MVP. If he goes over 280, 290 yards and the Rams win the game, you would expect him to be uh, the MVP. You get a little bit more value there. But if you think this game's going to be a little more defensive, a little more low scoring, maybe a deep ball to Cooper Cup is the answer there. I know his number's gone down a lot. How about Leonard Floyd? Two, I got him at 200 to one. Yeah, that's What great. if he has two sacks and a forced fumble late? I mean, I, I think there's other ways to play this game if you think the under is going to hit and if you think the unders on the props are going to cash, then I think the market opens up for an underdog, you know, someone below the quarterback level to come out and win that MVP. Obviously, I think if the Bengals win, I think Burrow's the MVP, regardless of what happens, right? Well, Jared, I have a couple points for you. Uh, <clears throat> there is a player prop. Leonard Floyd is plus 140 to record a sack in the game. So I could definitely see that happening. That's what he excels at is rushing the quarterback. But anyone is going to waste money on a Rams player winning MVP because the losing team cannot produce the MVP <laughs> in the Super Bowl. So they have to come from the team that wins the game. And I'm just here to tell you, you can call me the hype man. You can call me Nostradamus. You can call me football philosopher. Joe Burrow and Jamar <laughs> Chase will put on a performance for the ages on Sunday. Fair. If you think you saw something in the national title game a few years back, Burrow to Chase. Remember Chase went for nine for 20, 221 and two. They are ready to go. They are going to shock the world on Sunday by the eliteness of their performance. I'll tell you who I'm not betting to win the MVP. I'm not betting McPherson. No, um, no, don't do that. That's, that's the one. I, I, and again, I, I think it you can make a case for Jamar Chase to win the MVP, but it, 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 I think Burrow's going to get the Brady treatment if the, because the, let, let's be honest, last year it was Devin White deserved to win the MVP. He oh, had yeah. an interception oh, he on the was final balling. play, he had a million oh, tackles. Yeah, but, 
but it was Brady because it was Brady, you know, and I think Burrow will get that treatment for the Bengals, regardless of what happens. You know, you could have uh, Hubbard or Henderson make a three or four strip sacks in the game of of Stafford and, and Burrow drives him down the field and, you know, gets the game winning drive. I I think he's going to win the MVP, but on the Rams side, I think is where it opens up a little bit. He is Jared Smith. He's always going to hang out. I mean, I know he's going on a trip. He's going to Los Angeles. He's got to pack his sunscreen, but we have to keep him around for another segment. More Super Bowl talk. Boomer sooner, baby. Mm. Needed. That's a good call by you, Mm. man. Mm. One outright, too. Mm. 70 to 55. Mm. Oklahoma, second top 10 team to go down tonight. And guess what? He had one of the dogs. I had the other dog. It's the nightcap, baby. Good night on the nightcap. More with Jared Smith on the other side. It's the nightcap here on Visa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Do you have questions about betting the Super Bowl? Wondering about how to hedge? Or maybe you're looking for unusual props or insights from one of our hosts? The VSIN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at vsin.com slash Super Bowl, and it could be answered by one of our experts on air or on vsin.com. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Maybe on the help desk, someone could have asked earlier today, what top 10 team should I fade? And we would have said, well, Sean King thinks you should fade Houston, and Tim Murray thinks you should fade Texas Tech. And guess what? They were both right. Yeah. We should have put them together. I know. Could have been somebody. <laughs> Here I am waiting on an expansion hockey team <laughs> to, to figure out that you have to score to win. I Look, I I leave the hockey to you. Oh, my god! You said Kraken. I'm like, Kraken and on I've the been puck line? on it tonight, too. I have the Islanders. What's the score now? 5-0. 100 to nothing. Oh, my gosh. I had the Flames. They're up 4-0. Yeah, man. All right. Well, still time. Let's bring in our guest who hangs out with two segments with us. And usually on Fridays, you know, yeah. don't get confused. People might, you know, people, they have their routines, Jared. They, they're going to see you. They're going to hear you and be like, wait, it's Friday? Yeah, r- folks, you have to go to work tomorrow, okay? It's not Saturday. Jared has a plane to catch. He's going to L.A. He's big time. He's going to the Super Bowl, you know, festivities there. So 
but we appreciate him jumping on. So we've talked some side. We've talked some total. You like the under lean Rams, but not necessarily with the spread prop market. I mean, this at the end of the day, and we're going to have Vinny Maiulo on the show, uh, the top of the hour. And I'm at the end of the day, the prop market has become so fruitful with so much money, so many offerings that I mean, that's really how to bet the Super Bowl. Cause as you've mentioned, the side and total are so tight. What props are are you looking at right now? You want to talk coin flip or yeah. national anthem times or uh, Gatorade, <laughs> Gatorade color? color. Right? We, we, we actually, last night, Jared, we had a fun conversation with Roy Wood Jr. from The Daily Show about the halftime show and who would come out first and what were some of the songs. Did. His prediction was that Snoop Dogg will come out on a bike. Yeah. Because he said at the Essence Fest, an, uh, a, an event that he uh, emceed, he said Snoop came out on a bike. So. That, is, that was his bold prediction. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what what have we got uh, in the prop market? Where are you going? Yeah, to me, it starts with Burrow. Um, and I think the rushing yards is the place that I would start with him. 11 and a half is where I got in at to the over. And I, I, I think it's too low. I thought we were going to get a mid-teens here. And uh, we've talked about the rushing props for the quarterbacks a lot, especially Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. It does seem like in the postseason – these are not priced properly because I think in the regular season, you're just taking it off of what their average is. And they tend to be pretty conservative with when they take off and run, especially a guy like Burrow, not known for his legs, but he certainly has got a little giddy up to him. But in the postseason, in a Super Bowl, well, I, all I picture is John Elway doing the helicopter flip around the side. So these quarterback rushing props have a little bit more value, I think. And the game script tells me that Burrow is going to be getting a lot of heat in his kitchen all night long. 11 and a half. He had 25 in the AFC championship game. Uh, and I think he was scrambling a lot for first downs. I think the ball will be in his hand in the second half. If the Rams do in fact have a lead. And I think that's my favorite prop of the entire car. Joe Burrow over 11 and a half rush yards. Yeah. He went over it and, and Sean, you kind of alluded to it too. Mm -hmm. You feel like Joe Burrow saw the I Chiefs bills. Yeah, game. I think he changed and he ran when for 25 yards. What an impact Mahomes scrambling had against Buffalo, especially in third down situations. Um, because what Joe likes to do is be evasive in the pocket, but do it to throw the ball. Like avoid the rush, extend the play, find a big play down the field. But against the Chiefs, he switched that up. He had a couple third down runs where he stepped up and took off when he knew he had man covered. So I can see that happening again. Um, they don't really call a lot of design runs for him. So I just I've, I've seen this happen before, Jared, where you handicap a game and you say that the Rams' greatest advantage is their pass rush versus the Bengals' pass protection. That's obvious. And then the game plays out, and for every reason, that never really actually happens. And sure. I'm, I'm not so sure because I don't think the Rams' front is as good as the Titans' front. I think they're more well-known, but as far as – consistency and effort, pass rush, skill. I think the Titans front is better. So because of that, I'm just saying, I, I, I think Burrow will get over the 11 and a half. I, I, I feel strongly that he will, but I don't know that he's going to be under as much duress as people presume. That's fair. Um, so you're not going to like my over five and a half sacks at plus money. <laughs> um, for the whole game? For the game or the just for game. the Rams? The whole game. Oh, yeah, I like and that then, because I think Hendrick, I think Hendrickson yes. is going to cause immense issues for Stafford. Stafford holds the ball a lot longer 
than Joe Burrow does. And Stafford is no threat to run whatsoever. None. He's a statue. So they had three and a half Hubbard and Hendrickson, the two H's there on the ends um, the, against the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes is no, and I know the Chiefs offensive line certainly had their issues. Uh, they've been a little better this year, especially in the middle. But I, I think Mahomes is a very difficult quarterback to bring down. So I, I thought that was very positive. They have four sacks of him total in the game in those two ends. Hubbard and Hendrickson combined for three and a half of them. And then on the other side, yeah, maybe it's three, three, uh, but we only need to get to six. I'll give you a couple running backs that I'm looking at. So I go under on Mixon, and I, I, that, to me, that's just game script. I, I think he's going to get a lot of first down love and it, how productive he is on those first down runs is going to determine whether or not this goes over. If the game script does dictate that the Rams have a lead in the second half, that's where I feel really strongly about this one. And on the Rams side, are we sure that it's going to be uh, Akers as the lead guy? I mean, I know early on maybe, but I think later in the game, you're going to see some Sony Michelle. He's been in a Super Bowl before. He had a great game against uh, the Rams a few years ago. He had the only touchdown in that game, and he's been the better back in the postseason. Akers under three yards a carry. He's fumbled twice. Um, and again, game script, I could see the Rams being in front. What have we seen when they have a lead? It's McVay, you know, going to the run, you know, maybe, you know, to a fault. But I do think the volume there, 18 and a half yards on Sony Michelle, he pops one, that's going to hit. I think if he gets four or five carries in the game, that should go over as well. And I mentioned Van Jefferson. I like his matchup on the outside against Eli Apple, 17 and a half on his longest reception to the over. I, I'm a little squeamish about his full, you know, yards for the game. He probably needs two to three catches for this, but I think one. Uh, for Jefferson because of the Eli Apple boomer bust threat. Uh, I, I think Jefferson could be the deep, uh, the deep, a little unexpected because I know he wasn't really doing much held out of that NFC championship game, but I certainly think he can uh, be a factor in this. If he gets that one-on-one with Eli Apple. Talking to Jared Smith from uh, PicksWise at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. I'm with you on mixing under rushing yards. Um, you know, I know Sean, Sean, not as high on the Rams defense, rushing defense. That is as I am. Uh, but I, I really do like the mix in over receiving yards and receptions. 25 and a half yards. He's eclipsed that in the last five games, all three playoff games. Granted, two of them were by, you know, one yard and, and two yards. Uh, 27 yards against Kansas City, 28 against Las Vegas. But uh, I think the game script, as you mentioned, I think Joe Burrow, you know, to Sean's point about the, you know, uh, pass rush there from the Rams, I think it's going to be quick out of his hands, and I think Joe Mixon, as you've seen, is going to be very much incorporated in the pass game here for the Bengals. Totally agree. Um, I, you really want to, if you want to bet on McPherson at all in this game, I think the field goals probably make sense. Uh, one and a half I saw was juiced to the over, but you can get a fair price. I saw the Westgate at minus 120, I think. Um, other Bengals to consider, listen, if if they're going to brag, and, and I don't know how the Rams defense is going to play it. If they play their zone, it's kind of hard to tell which receiver is going to have the bigger game. It all depends on where the coverage rolls and you're getting a better number on Higgins than you are uh, on chase. So I would probably lean Higgins there. I think the Boyd number is a little bit too high. And again, if game script is going to dictate the Rams ahead and the Bengals behind, then you would think completions for burrow uh, attempts for burrow would certainly be, uh, you know, in your, in your wheelhouse. But overall, I, I, I do think the game script is going to dictate a lot here. And of course there's going to be a touchdown score that we're not thinking of who knows, unless it's like that game Rams Pats from a few years ago, where there's only one touchdown. And I think the books would love that. Right. And Jared, I'm with you. I think Jared's right on it. I think uh, I have a little more work to do between now and Sunday to convince him that the Bengals 
<laughs> money line is the only play. Uh, I will remind you. Of Are this. you coming to work on, on I will, Monday? I will. If the Bengals I will lose? remind you of this, Jared. Before we let you go, <laughs> January thirteenth, two thousand twenty, the final score in that national title game was forty-two <laughs> to twenty-five. Joe Burrow, thirty-one of forty-nine, four sixty-three, and five touchdowns pass, and another rushing touchdown. Jamar Chase, nine catches, two hundred twenty-one yards, two touchdowns. Never forget, because I think a lot of people forget this. Clemson jumped out to a 17-7 lead. Burrow and LSU outscored them 35-8 the rest of the game. J-Row and Jamar Chase, it's their feature film on Sunday. You're going to be shocked at the performance of those two. I love you, Sean, but I can't take a college game from two and a half years ago and make it into this handicap. Well, I'm just I, I just can't. The platform is the same. National arguably title the, in college, Super Bowl the in the greatest. pros. College football team of all time and a team that lost to the Jets. Yeah, same thing. (laughs) See you next week. Jared, have a great trip, man. Uh, Enjoy L.A. We will talk to you next week. We love you, man. There he is, Jared Smith from PicksWise. It's the Nightcap here on VSIN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. You know that VEASAN is the best place to get all the betting insights for the big game. And right now, you can sign up to get our free big game betting guide. This digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, and tips from our experts. Visit VEASAN.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Alongside Super Bowl champ, Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. I I know I've gone to this well quite a bit, but... You know, we have a Super Bowl champ sitting next to to me. Wednesday, you guys are in San Diego. What is right now, 8.30 Wednesday night, what were you guys doing? Probably a dinner. And what's the mood right now? Just chilling. Yeah? Yeah, you're on a normal Wednesday week. I know know that's always said, and and maybe that's just a different mentality that elite athletes have that Mm -hmm. I, I certainly didn't. But how do you go into something and just say, yeah, it's just a normal week? Is it just you're preparing the same, you keep the same uh, Well, by regiment. now you're ready for the game. Because remember, you had an extra week in between. Right. You didn't have that. Right. We they, didn't have that. They had so, that. So, I mean, we were full cram, you know, getting ready for the game. But, I mean, ate something. I mean, you're out. You're having dinner somewhere at a nice restaurant that you wouldn't normally get to eat at. You know, you might be with your agent. You might be with your family if you have one. You might be with your friends, Mm -hmm. you know. You might be with some teammates. Um, Then that's pretty much it. You probably headed back to the hotel and watch a movie or something in the room and get ready for, you know, whatever tomorrow's, you know, schedule consists of. I hate to be the bearer of bad Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Coyotes just scored again. Yeah, I saw it. It's all right. You got SMU tonight. It was a great call. Great call, plus two. And, and, and listen, if this, not over yet. if this doesn't come through, Puck Shadamas is officially not tweeting out before the game. <laughs> I showed you my ticket. I know. I know. The only game that I bet in hockey tonight that's not an absolute no doubt <laughs> is this game. And this is the single. This is the only game I put, and they have zero. Yesterday, I liked the Wild. They had zero. <laughs> So, 
I'm just telling you, if this doesn't come through, Puck Shradamus is retired from <laughs> pre-tweeting. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and listen, if, look, I, if, I didn't, look, if I didn't show Tim the tickets, no one would ever believe it. No, I and I got, you know. I have the Calgary Flames, they're up 4-0. I have the New York Islanders, they're up 5-1. to I had the Chicago Blackhawks, who already won like 4-1 or something earlier in the day. And then I got the Kraken. And the Kraken are playing the Coyotes on the second night of a back-to-back. And they've hit the pipe like three times with shots. Like, it's just, it must be like the Sean King gravity shield that's like in front of the net. No go in tonight. <laughs> that's okay, though. Puck's will go back in the shadows and go uh, back to just making money. You know, it's funny because I, I go back and forth about, you know, tweeting out yeah. things. Because last night on the show, we... As we always do, every night, by the way, we always talk college basketball to wrap up the show every single night. And I said I really like Oklahoma. You said you liked Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, I said I didn't really like that spot. I didn't play it. I only played one college basketball game. I had I had discipline tonight, Sean. Very rare. Of me. Bro, I played one college basketball game tonight. I'm I know. At SMU I know you on the money it. line. Yeah, so it. we had a great night. We're going to have a great night in hockey but I didn't, outside of the Kraken. But, you know, some people might say, well, you didn't tweet it out. So what is it? I mean, you got to watch the show. Yeah. Watch the show. You got to be part of our, the, our text messages, too. The <laughs> only reason I tweeted out is because our show generally comes on after, after yep. the games have started. And so for credibility's sake, I try and, you know, at least put something public. But my hockey plays are snake bit when I hit send on Twitter. All right. Um, something that you wanted to get to. So if you guys want Puck Shadama's plays <laughs> out, you better pull the crack at home. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, first touchdown. This will be heavily, heavily, heavily bet this Super Bowl Sunday, no doubt. Um, I think I'm cursed when I have first bet. I, I swear I've never hit a first touchdown prop. I don't, I don't think it's ever happened. Um, we, uh, Aaron did the research and went in and did a little digging for us. By the way, why I'm on my phone, I'm just pulling up the, uh, the latest odds just here at Circa for first touchdown uh, for the Super Bowl. Um, first touchdown score, there we go. Cooper Cup did it four times this year for the Rams. Van Jefferson did it four times this year for the Rams. Sony Michelle did it three times. Tyler Higby, three times. Odell Beckham three times or twice, excuse me. He also did it in the playoffs. Cooper Cup did it in the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Kendall Blanton did it against your Buccaneers. Right. Robert Woods also did it once. So just looking at the Rams real quickly and giving you the odds. It was Odell Beckham, not Robert Woods. Did I say Robert Woods? Yep. Oh no, I was saying Robert Woods had did it once. Obviously, oh, okay, that's he, the whole regular season. Yeah, he's not yeah. playing. Obviously, Odell Beckham yeah. uh, scored. Uh, the game's first touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So, Cooper Cup plus 475. Odell Beckham plus 800. Cam Akers, 7 to 1. Sony Michelle, 17 to 1. Kendall Blanton, 17 to 1. And I'm trying to see where Henderson is, but. You kind of get the uh, idea. Those, those, I, I was just giving you circa odds. We've got the board up there from. Uh, from DraftKings. So when it comes to the Rams, mm-hmm. who do you like 
for the Rams. If you were to make a wager, I've made one. I bet a little bit on Blanton at 20 to one when it first came out to score the game's first touchdown. What jumps out at you for first touchdown for the Rams? I probably would take a shot with Von Jefferson. Either him or Odell, one of the two. Van Jefferson here at circa 15 to 1. I mean, just because I, 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 I'm, I'm taking a shot, you know. I, I'm, not, so these, I'm it, not advocating doing it. By the way, these odds real quickly for those of you watching with us. And uh, if you're listening with us, just a reminder, free video content all weekend long, 56 hours, including Sean King wearing a bathing suit out at Stadium Swim, maybe peacocking all night long. Yeah, that can happen as long if as you the, long as you know how to use Photoshop. It's not gonna be like a realistic picture. Just saying. Yeah. I think it look good. Nah, I mean, I, I'm come so, on. So so those odds we just showed. I got Ram, a press conference after score the score Rams. You see that the winners touchdown. do a post game press conference. Oh really? Yeah, so nice. I gotta talk to the people after the game. Man, you really better hope they win. Because you you've got some you've got some checks to cash. So you are understand, talking so understand how I'm approaching serious smack. Understand how I'm approaching this game. There will be no Rams wagers. I'm all in on the Bengals. <clears throat> I just am. Like I have a strong opinion about this. And this is how I bet horse racing. Like I'm a horizontal better in horse racing. I mean, I play pick fours, pick fives. If I like a eight to one horse in the third leg, I don't add the favorite and the second choice to protect myself. I bullet the eight to one horse. And when I'm right, I mean, I'm all the way right. So this is how I'm handicapping this game. I believe Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to play out of their mind. So I am on Cincinnati on almost everything. I'm on Jamar Chase over 79 and a half yards, over six and a half catches. First touchdown in the game. I'm going to shop around. There's a plus 900 out there. I'm going to get uh, first Bengals touchdown, plus 400. Super Bowl MVP. Burrow Super Bowl MVP. Like, I'm on Bengals everything. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But if it's if I'm right and I have a very, very strong opinion about this, I'm all in on my opinion. I'll have Bengals money line. I have Bengals minus three and a half on the alternate line. I'm just I'm I'm going to I'm all in on the Bengals. I guess I'm just I don't know what I mean, they've been impressive, but I I don't know why I would be all in on the Bengals. They're still a 10-7 and seven football team. Yeah, cool. And they were great to come back to beat the Chiefs. If Ryan Tannehill doesn't, you know, uh, play like a, a JV quarterback, they probably lose that game. Probably right. But you could say the same about the 49ers. Yeah. If, if the safety doesn't drop the easiest interception in the history of football. It's a lot of what-ifs. Yeah, I know. There's a, there's a ton of what-ifs. It is. And... I just I, I I like the Bengals. It's a great story. They could absolutely win this game. I just I couldn't be nearly as confident as you are on the Bengals to uh, to run away. It feels like you almost feel like they're going to run away and hide in this game. Well, I, I think you make some valid arguments, but the difference is Cincinnati was a four seed in the AFC. The Rams were the fourth seed in the NFC. So you have two fourth seeds yeah. playing each other. It's not like the Rams were the one seed. 
I know. I'm yeah, based, based on how they went into the playoffs, this is, should be a 50-50 game. Fourth seed versus fourth seed. Yeah, there were fourth seeds because they both won their division. Well, I it would is say what it is. The NFC West is better than the AFC North. Well, you could say that. It's a nightcap here on VC. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Getting ready to watch the big game? We want to make sure VSEN is part of your plans on Championship Weekend this weekend folks don't forget we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vcin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast it's the big uh, sean's laughing i have no idea why he's laughing it's the biggest game of the year so make plans now to join the vcin betting experts before during and after the action on vcin.com you got the giggles over there what are you laughing my about? god my god my god all I want to see is the post-game meltdown if this finishes like it is right now. The Los Angeles Lakers, who were nine-and-a-half-point favorites, mm-hmm. playing at the Portland Trailblazers, so I think are playing with about seven guys, are down 82-78 to 78 in the fourth quarter. Please, if there is a god of comedy, <laughs> allow the Trailblazers to beat the Lakers tonight so that I can get all the jokes. Ooh-wee! Yep. That would be something. The uh, the trend we continue to look at, favorites. And it's going to break that trend up. Including tonight. Well, remember, straight up, they're 31-1 and one over the last four and a half nights, including three games tonight. They are 29-2-1 ATS as Cleveland, Chicago, and Toronto all won and covered today. Minnesota is leading Sacramento, but they are not covering at this moment in time. That game's still in the third quarter. Utah trying to pull away from Golden State. That's still the third quarter, but they lead by 12 with under two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter, 73 to 61. They went off as a one-point favorite, but the Lakers right now are losing to the Portland Trailblazers, 82 to 78. (laughs) In the fourth quarter. And guess what? They don't have anybody anybody wants in a trade. 
So we get to watch this meltdown play out well, post All Star game as well. Well, they're not going to trade LeBron James. I think people would like LeBron, but I don't, yeah, I don't he, think, he, I don't you think know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> and I don't even think Westbrook is playing tonight, and I'm not, not advocating for Westbrook, but I imagine he's laughing. Oh, you thought it was me. <laughs> Come on, Portland. It is you. Come on, Chauncey. Bring it home, Mr. Billups. Big shot Billups. Bring it home. The starting lineup tonight uh, Justice Winslow, Yusuf Nurkic, Ben McLemore. Didn't he play on the Lakers last year? Are you talking about for the Trailblazers? Trailblazers. <laughs> Anthony Simons and CJ Ellaby. They got a D League team. Not even a G League team. They yeah. got a D League team. They went way back. <laughs> they were winning. <laughs> Oh, yeah. this is great. Yeah, we're keeping an eye on that. Uh, and all you Laker fans, I don't really dislike the Lakers. The Kraken just aren't playing good. So, misery love company. So, I found somebody else is miserable tonight. Well, I, think, I think Laker <laughs> fans are, are right there with you. They're probably laughing in pain. Oh, like, uh, my goodness. I know. I mean, the funny thing is, the fact that, you know, we're out here in, in Vegas, we get to watch some of these post-game shows, with, and they're just so dejected on these <laughs> post-game shows, Sean. Oh my god. We'll goodness. see. I mean it's it's the NBA. They got time to come back. They're only down four. Trailblazers don't really have anybody on their squad, but hey, this would be something. And uh, last night, LeBron basically I think he was asked a question. I'll paraphrase a little bit. He was asked a question about, you know, is he surprised or No, he said do, he was they, asked, are they on the Bucks level? And he said no. He said no. <laughs> he, he said we weren't before the game. He said, Can you get there? And he said, <laughs> No. no. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest, man. Yeah. He's like, No, we're not. Oh man! Uh, that, by the way, that's gonna be a fun game to watch tomorrow. Uh, Bucks Suns, yeah, rematch of the finals. Bucks are playing lights out right Bucks now. Bucks on this road trip, they are playing really well. On this West Coast road trip, they've scored a buck thirty in every single game. Yeah. They are playing incredibly well. Giannis had was like seventeen of twenty from the field. He had forty four points last night. He had seventeen rebounds. He was spectacular. All right, so we talked about who would score the Rams' first touchdown and or the game's first touchdown. Let's get to the Bengals. So the Bengals scoring their first touchdown, Sean. Mm-hmm. The favorite is Joe Mixon, and he had did score the first touchdown the most times this year. He had five first touchdowns. Jamar Chase scored a first touchdown three times this year for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. C.J. Uzama scored three, including against the Raiders, I believe. Uh, he scored the first touchdown in that game. But... How uh, you know productive is he going to be? Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Samaj P. Ryan, P. Ryan scoring the game's first touchdown, or sorry, the Bengals' first touchdown against the Chiefs, and then Chris Evans, Joe Burrow, and also their special teams. So when you look at the Bengals, we'll just start with just keeping it simple. Who will score their first touchdown? And if you believe that will be the game's first touchdown, you can spin it that way. But who do you like to score the game? The Bengals' first touchdown. One of the skill players. We could return the opening kickoff? Yeah, one of the skill players is going to score the first touchdown. I'm not exactly sure which one, but you know who I'm betting with. Jamar Chase. Oh, I'm sorry. My, my bad. Yeah. I, I thought you meant one. <laughs> I thought you meant like uh, oh, skill players, wide receiver, tight special, end, I thought you meant special play, no, special teams. No, I was like, I was being return sarcastic. The okay, yeah, I was being sarcastic. Gotcha. I'm going Jamar Chase over the head of mine. Yeah. If it happens to be the first touchdown of the game as well, I think I get about thirteen to one. What is it? Plus nine hundred. Plus nine fifty. And then for the Bengals mm-hmm. is uh, plus four hundred. I think from to be the first Bengal to score. Uh, three to one. Yeah, so I get about thirteen. Okay. To one, if it happens. 
If it doesn't, then I'll get rid of the one ticket and you know, make a little money if at some point he catches a touchdown or runs one in. I am confident Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to play lights out. Extremely confident that's going to happen. Because of that belief, and it's a very strong opinion, it's not one where I'm playing the middle. Uh, I'm all in on the Bengals. I am. Anyone that can come back from 21-3 at Kansas City, I have to believe in that team. I do. The intestinal, the, the intestinal fortitude they're showing, the mental toughness they demonstrate, the ability to not blink under duress and pressure. Like everybody talks about the Tennessee Titans game and how many sacks the offensive line gave up in nine. Absolutely that's significant. You know what I saw from that? It didn't matter. Joe Burrow still never looked uncomfortable. He still never forced the ball when he didn't have to. He didn't have any sack fumbles. You know, he stayed in the pocket in the fourth quarter, still delivering the ball. Like, that's what I took away from that. There are very few quarterbacks in this league under that kind of duress and pressure that it doesn't impact them. I'm just, this guy is something different. This is a generational player. He doesn't come along very often. I think the same thing with Jamar Chase, and I think these young men are going to shine on Sunday. I am taking the Bengals. That is Big King's best bet. Bengals plus four and a half, but I am a strong believer in Bengals' money line as well. But if they're going to give me some cushion, you know, just in case something goes awry, I'm going to take the points. But I'm also going to be strongly invested in Bengals' money line. I'm also going to play Bengals' alternate money line, minus three and a half, because I wouldn't be surprised if this is a 27-21 Bengals win. That wouldn't surprise me at all. 27-21 Bengals win. Okay. Um. Land right on the 48, and everybody that has 48 and a half or more on the under, they win. That'd be nice. Yeah. That's that's where I am right now, 49 and a half. Four, by the way, is a great number. That's how many goals I need to crack in the score in the third period. <laughs> <laughs> she whiz. So we haven't really discussed this all that much. Mm-hmm. So Sean McVay has already coached a Super Bowl as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Now Zach Taylor was on that staff. Does the fact that Sean McVay has got a Super Bowl – game, game plan, coaching a Super Bowl under his belt, does that give him an advantage over Zach Taylor? And if so, how much? Well, who were the coaches last year? Bruce Arians and Andy Reid, right? Right. And it was Bruce Arians' first time as the head coach. Right. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. He had been there before. That was a great game plan. Yeah. You know, Zach Taylor, it's his first time as a head coach, but he's been there before. True. So very similar. On that staff? Yeah, very similar. And the familiarity is there. And the one thing that analytics has done, and and the one thing that I say is a a, a strong point of it, that extra week, they've broken down every formation, every personnel group, every situational call, whether it be first and ten, first and long, third and short, third and long, like – they have a great idea from a tendency standpoint of what they're going to be faced with on Sunday. So it's going to be about the players making plays. It really is. I don't think there are going to be a lot of looks that the other team hadn't seen. You know, of course, you can you have time to put in some extra stuff, but you didn't come all the way to the Super Bowl to lose doing something you hadn't done all year. Like you're just trying to perfect the things that you've already been successful at for this game and match them up based on your opponent. But 
they're gonna know what you, well, they're going to, they're going to know what each other are doing. This is gonna be about players making plays. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Super Bowl Fifty Six right around the corner. You might be wondering, all right, where we've been talking about all these bets? Where's the money been coming in? Talk to Vinny Maiulo, our guy from behind the counter. Some of the unique prop plays out there at the South Point and the Rampart that they have to offer. We'll do that next. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Come on back right here on the Nightcap. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.